Hello everybody and welcome to the second ever episode of Hot Mess Podcast. I am your host Matilda Johnson and I hope you are all having a beautiful day. Before we jump into today's conversation, I really just want to thank everyone who tuned into the very first episode and it received such great feedback. I am so happy that it didn't fail and get like one listener and that listener being my mom. No offense mom, I love you. But yeah, I'm just really pleased that a lot of people enjoyed it and I've received so many beautiful messages from people encouraging me to continue and keep going and listen in for more episodes. So I really appreciate it. It's really a confidence boost to know that what I'm doing is like actually worthy of people's time. And side note, of course, this is still a work in progress. I don't have any intro sounds or outro sounds and any sound bites and stuff. And so, of course, that is something I really want to work on as soon as possible. However, I'm just very nitpicky and I am just not satisfied with anything that I've created just yet. And being the producer and editor of the podcast, I feel like I'm probably too critical of what I'm creating. So... Just, you know, if anyone has any good recommendations for somebody who's good at creating sound bites, let me know. And yeah, slide into my DMs. I'm also so blown away by the fact that the podcast has gone international. We're just celebrating for a moment before we get into today. So I want to thank all the listeners, of course. We've had an Australian, Australian wide, Australia wide response to this, which is incredible. I genuinely thought it'd just be like my friends in Melbourne town. Um, plus like my friends from back home, but yeah, we've gone Australia wide across the country. And not only that, but we've also reached countries, including Slovakia, Belgium, and parts of the U S and it's just really overwhelming. I'm like, what? I don't know anyone who lives there. How did they find me? But it's a really cool feeling. So yeah, I just can't stop saying thank you to the listeners. Wouldn't be here without you. Alright, so let's jump into the first topic of the day, which is, of course, our weekly wrap. So, my favourite celebrity of the week is none other than Jeanette McCurdy. And if you've been hearing this girl's name a lot recently, you might recognise her from the show iCarly on Nickelodeon and also the show Cat and Sam. But she also just became an author and released a book titled I'm Glad My Mum Died. Now, if you're thinking to yourself, my goodness, that is a heavy title. You know what? I'm like girl queen boss slay because she exposes the real truths of what it's like to be a child star in Hollywood on a popular TV network and what it's like to have that pressure put on you by your family members. In this case, it was her mother who was not only manipulative, but also emotionally and mentally abusive. And it really made me think about the fact that It's so ridiculous. It's very much like what we hear with the Britney Spears case about what it means for a child to start providing and being the breadwinner for the family and how they also feel the pressure to continue making that money for them. So at this point, they will do whatever their parents tell them in order to continue having the money flow. But not only that being discussed within the book, It also discusses the fact that her mother knew that the boss of the network, if you know, you know, Um, if you don't know, I highly recommend you Google it because I don't want to get sued. 
He was a very abusive man in power and although he's never actually gone to jail for his actions, it's well known within the industry that he was very hands-on with his cast and apparently would also make the actors drink regardless of their age. Many of them were under the age of 18 when working on the sets. He would make them drink to make them stay awake for longer and make them work longer hours. And that's only one of the many things that he has been accused of. And in her memoir, she notes that she was abused by this man and also offered $300,000 for her silence. And I'm like, Queen, you could have taken the money and spoken out at the same time. But at this point, she's also opened so many doors for young actors and actresses to not be afraid to come forward and say, this is what's going on. This is why it's wrong. And it doesn't matter how far your reputation goes down the line or if your career is on the line, it is more important to come forward and say, I'm uncomfortable. This is what's going on. I'm young, I need help, and I need to get out of this situation. But unfortunately, because it was of a different time, she was actually removed from her Nickelodeon series' iCarly and Sam and Cat. So I'm glad that now, as an adult, she has been able to come forward and expose the real truths. And hopefully, I think it will also make us more sympathetic towards people who are currently Disney and Nickelodeon child stars. I think over the years we've noticed this pattern a lot with child stars. You know, there's so many people that I could name. I'm sure you can name a few in your heads as well. But I'm glad that a book has been written about it. And so it's like we can fully understand the extent of what these children were put through. Heartbreaking, but also it really made me think like, These were people I looked up to and they were going through some of the hardest times in their lives. I do have a second favourite celebrity of the week, if you will. Um, I'm not sure if you'd call this person a celebrity. They are a political figure and that is Finland's Prime Minister Sana Marin. What a queen! Honestly, I'm rallying behind her. She is 36 years old and is Prime Minister of Finland. And if you're not up with the news, she has had to apologise this week for leaked videos from social media of her partying with a group of friends at home. Uh, Clearly they were intoxicated, but they were having a good time. And honestly, I don't think there was anything wrong with said videos. They were just partying, dancing, having a few wines, what a normal person does on the day-to-day. And mind you, she is only 36. She's allowed to live a normal life outside of politics as long as it doesn't like affect her political and professional standards. I don't see what's wrong with that. And I also think it's kind of a sexist double standard for us to hold women in politics to a much higher standard and be like, you're not allowed to party, you're not allowed to drink, you're not allowed to dance with your friends and show that and express that to the public. Maybe I'm desensitised because I live in Australia and where we have some whack things going on in politics quite regularly and we see stuff like this all the time. How many politicians have we seen over the years chug a beer, you know, in public? Like, it's not that uncommon for us to witness this. I'm pretty sure, has somebody done a shoey? I'm not sure. But this isn't an irregular thing for Australians to witness from 
their leaders. So I'm kind of like, why is there such a double standard for this woman who has just had a good night out with friends? I don't understand, but I love her for this. I hope she's still living life and having a good time. What is on my TikTok this week? I feel like I've had a really bland TikTok feed this week, unfortunately. But you know what? I have been watching a lot of pimple popping videos and I'm, I apologize in advance if this grosses people out. I find them very calming, especially when they put peaceful music over the top. It's like ASMR watching it happen, but not really intense pimples like with the watery pus more like a good blackhead removal video especially the ones where they remove blackheads from inside of people's ears is that disgusting that I love watching these videos absolutely but I can't help it it literally helps me sleep at night if I watch a few of them it, I it relaxes me I, I don't know and lastly what am I watching I feel like my recommendations this week, I'm very sorry, I, they're just not as good as last week's. I feel like I can't beat Maid and Little Fires Everywhere and Promising Young Woman and Anna. But this week, I finished the new Pretty Little Liars Original Sin. And honestly, it is way more terrifying than the original Pretty Little Liars. I feel like it has gone for more of the horror genre rather than just drama. Uh, I was terrified. I did tear up a little bit, but if you're into that kind of thing, highly recommend. It is a very different storyline to the original Pretty Little Liars, so at least it's not recycling through the same old material, so I appreciated that. I also watched Fleabag. I know I'm very behind in the times on this one, but I finally got onto it, and oh my god, I understand what everyone has been raving about. Phoebe Waller-Bridges is incredible. And it, the show is so relatable. I think that's what I enjoyed about it the most is that it didn't feel like a story that was super made up. It felt like I was talking to a friend about their lives and what they're going through and stuff. And I feel like the relationship that the main character has with her sister was super relatable about how they bicker, but they love each other and they help each other through tough times. And then they won't speak to each other for a year, but then they always come back together. I just thought that was a really great storyline. And oh my God, season two. Oh my god. So they're not renewing it for a season three. I'm very, very upset about this. But season two has the sexiest priest I have ever seen in my life. And I know that sounds really disturbing. Tilly, why are you finding a priest sexy? Man, that dog collar. Oh, when she went into the confessional. Ah. Oh my god, I literally was like getting the hot sweats watching it. Like the tension through the screen was unparalleled. Oh my goodness. Ah, uh, I was getting the fanny flutters. It was hot. It was really hot. Not only was it a super hot season, like the cast in the show is just stunning. I love this cast. They all hold a special place in my heart. So Phoebe Waller-Bridges is the protagonist. Then we've got Andrew Scott, my sexy priest. I've, oh my God, imagine if he hears this one day. He definitely won't. Why do I always send my mind in that direction? I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm saying this about a celebrity. What if they find out I said this? They're not going to listen to this. Anyway, Andrew Scott, sexy priest. Olivia Coleman. 
We've got Bill Patterson, just a really great cast. And they all tell the story so well. And I feel like it's got the great British dry sense of humor. If you're into shows like The Vicar of Dibley and what else? Why can I only think of The Vicar of Dibley right now? Anyway, it's got that kind of sense of humor. So I really enjoyed it. Also, if you know me, you know I'm obsessed with Paul Mescal. He's unfortunately not in the series. Uh, but I love him. He's in the show Normal People, one of my favorites of all time. If you haven't seen it, I absolutely implore you to watch it. Cannot recommend it more. But he's about to be in a, I think, I'm not sure if it's a series or a movie, but with the sexy priest Andrew Scott. So that's definitely going to be one to look out for. You already know I'm going to be in the cinema, I would say with a cucumber, but that's wildly inappropriate. And my last recommendation for the day is the TV show... The Wilds. I'm pretty sure it's an Amazon Prime original. I've been watching it. I think I've got about half a season left. So far, I've been really hooked into it. I saw this on TikTok a lot. So again, that's how I found it. I feel like I find everything on TikTok, but here we are. So basically, it's about a group of teenage girls who must survive in the wild after a plane accident, leaving them stranded. And it's through the lens of an investigative process. And it's really interesting to see the female dynamics of the people in the show and how they're all portrayed and how all their characters change and develop due to their circumstances. I think it's kind of in the direction of how women are able to handle things in different ways and how they develop and adapt to different environments around them. I found it very interesting and I'm keen to continue watching it. Maybe next week I'll leave a finalized review on what I thought of it. So stay tuned for that. So finally, we're on to the topic of today's episode, which is hustle culture and burnout and how to find your passions in your 20s. Something your girl has struggled with. So I don't know about y'all, but I really feel like our generation, so I'm 24, and I really feel like my generation grew up with hustle culture being a major part of our lives. I think back to when I was a kid and it was all about girl boss. Like I literally was saying that earlier about (laughs) the celebrities and stuff. I was like, girl boss, but genuinely the saying girl boss and boss lady and hustlers and even Beyonce had that song diva being like diva is a female version of a hustler you know what I mean that was what we surrounded ourselves with and I feel like it really did define our generation and how we look at work and our lives and providing for our futures because these days like I feel like it's more and more common I mean it's always been a common thing to move out of home at 18 that's not an unusual thing For most people, I find. And working for yourself as soon as you can, as soon as you turn 16, getting a part-time job, working it after school whilst also studying for school, getting your homework done, you you know, maintaining that entire balance. And then once you leave school, you're paying rent immediately, you're out there on your own, you are providing for yourself, you're making sure you've got food on the table, you're learning to be an adult straight away. But also, I really don't know that many people that have gone and left school, 
moved out of home and only had one job at a single time. I know for myself personally, I did discuss this in the TikTok and Instagram videos that I posted that I have never only worked one job at a time. Uh, The most that I have had at any given time is five and the least I've had is two but I've never only worked one solid job at a time. And I really wish that I was at a point in my life where I felt secure enough to say, I don't need a second job. I think I'm leaning towards that way now, but it's taken me a long time for my brain to be like, no, you don't need to be burning yourself out and running yourself down constantly just for the sake of money and not for the sake of doing something you genuinely love doing. And not only that, I find that most people who are working multiple jobs are also doing so so that they can pay off university fees. And most of the time, they're also studying at university as well. So I don't know how anyone has time to work, to study, and to have a social life, and to have a good sleep schedule, and to be eating the right foods every single day, and you know, switching off and relaxing when it's necessary. It's actually crazy. I don't know. I don't think I know anyone that's really doing that to a T and is in a fabulous place, like across the board. You know what I mean? And if I'm wrong, if you are that person, I salute you. I wish I could be like you and honestly, good for you. Genuinely good for you. Slay your living life you're living my fantasy, you're living my wet dream. But it also does make me wonder what exactly has affected generations so much to think like this, to think that money is the root of everything. People say money is the root of all evil and money can't buy you happiness, but I genuinely think that money can buy you a sense of relief in that you don't feel like you're behind on bills and stuff like that. You know, money can't buy me happiness, but it can definitely pay for my therapy. And make sure that I have my anxiety pills. It can buy me that. So in a way, it is buying me somewhat a little bit of happiness. But in terms of hustle culture, I feel like a lot of the things I watched as a child and as a teenager has really impacted me. I grew up, my favorite TV show, no, my favorite movie was Legally Blonde. And I thought she was the queen of hustling because she hustled her way into Harvard University. Everyone doubted her. She had a prove you wrong kind of attitude, which I love. And I've definitely taken on because of our queen, Elle Woods, Reese Witherspoon. I love you with all my heart. But it's also been a fault for me because I will go out of my way to try to prove people wrong, even if it means mentally draining myself along the way because it is just my goal to prove people wrong and I feel like that is part of the hustling as well and you have to find the healthy balance you can hustle as much as you want but how do you know when it's time to stop how when it's time to cool down when it's time to take a break and realize that you're really burning yourself out I personally can really say that I've experienced burnout a few times in my life and so now it is getting easier for me to understand the cues of like my body telling me to slow down. Usually I start to get a little bit sick. Sometimes it'll come up in the form of pimples, cold sores, herpes gang. Anyway, sorry, (laughs) that came out of nowhere. But you know what I mean? You know, stuff like that you know, loss of weight, hair falling out. Oh my goodness. My hair sheds. 
absolutely sheds. And when I'm stressed or when I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself, it is disgusting how much hair falls out of my head. And so I definitely know about it. And these cues have helped me be like, okay, it's time to slow down. But I feel like everyone needs to find what their cue is. What is their way of knowing? It's time for me to take a few deep breaths. I think a major point of hustle culture is the fact that in trying to hustle, in working multiple jobs, I have lost myself along the way many times and felt like a loss of identity because I'm like, who am I outside of work? I don't have a social life anymore. I'm not seeing friends. I'm not having nice dinners. I'm not feeding myself and nourishing myself properly. I'm not sleeping properly. I'm going to bed at four in the morning and waking up at eight and only getting four hours sleep. That unfortunately did happen to me last night. I can't explain it. Oh my God, if you heard that noise, I'm so sorry. It was my neighbor. So I feel like there's always times throughout the day if you are in your hustle mode where it's like, even if it's just a lunch break or you've got a 15 minute break at work, Take a moment to contact a friend or write down how you're feeling. I know not everyone likes journaling and stuff like that. I totally understand why, but, or just like ground yourself, go outside barefooted. I don't know, in the grass, hopefully not on the streets of whatever city you're in. That's kind of gross. Yeah, sorry. It's not a vibe. Um, yeah, just find a way to find comfort within yourself and be like, this is where I am. This is how I feel. This is what I smell. This is the air I breathe. This is what I'm seeing around me and just come back to yourself and also remind yourself of the things that make you happy and also try to make time for those whenever you have a break, even if it means spending time just with your housemates your family or your pets or taking a walk going to the beach if you have a beach just anything that will find you comfort that's probably the best advice I can give you during a time of hustling and I'm not telling you to not be a hustler because I know that for some people it's just their way of living you know there are different types of personalities some people thrive during hustling hustle culture and hustling I'm not sure if I'm that person. I think I try to be that person and it doesn't always work out for me. But, you know, we try our best. And I know for some people it is really impossible for them to stop working because of financial situations and living situations. I completely understand that. So I'm not telling you to stop hustling. I'm telling you to just take a moment for yourself at the same time and remember that there are other things in life that can bring you happiness and to find balance and to find peace within yourself at the same time as hustling. Because let's be real, your girl loves money. I love money, but I have had to learn and develop the idea in my mind that money is not going to bring me all the joy in the world. And I need to remind myself of the things that do bring me joy. And also if you're in a workplace that is not providing you any form of joy, you feel bullied, you feel like you're undervalued as a member, if you feel that their values don't align with yours, I've been in that position before. Um, And honestly, there are plenty of other jobs out there. Some people will say it's hard to find. I cannot recommend enough trying to find a job that works for you because 
it doesn't matter how long you want to stay with said company. If you're not enjoying it, it will be a detriment to your health even more. So I also recommend trying to find a job where you're surrounded by people you get along with, where you feel like you're a valued team member, where you feel like your morals and your values are respected and appreciated. If you're not feeling any of those things, I'm sorry, leave that company because it will not do you any good at all. Not only will it not do your mental health any good, but at the same time, you will not enjoy doing the work. You will not enjoy being a part of the hustle. You will not want to be going to work to earn money in the first place. And if that is your main goal, to be raking in the bills, girl, mm -mm, that is the wrong way of going about it. I would love from now on in my life at 24 years old to say that I only work for companies that align with the person who I am. And I know that's a very privileged thing to say. That is from a place of privilege that I get to say that. But I'm at a place now where I mentally will not succeed in a job where I feel undervalued or I feel belittled, especially. I will not thrive in that kind of working situation. I won't want to show up to work. It'll make my life more difficult. It will make my mental health suffer. And so it's just not worth it at the end of the day. I would much rather work for a company that values me. And also, I think it is important to find a company that also values your mental health, not just your employability and your strengths in the workforce. You know, it's not just about qualifications. I think you need to find a company that values you as an individual. And if you do so, they will understand when you need time off, when you need a break and stuff like that. If you need to step back and have a moment to breathe, I think it's really highly important to find a company that understands that. I'm very lucky in that I've worked for people in the past who I feel like I almost can say that my boss and I have been able to form friendships in the past. And so that is great in order to have an understanding of, hey, I need time off. My mental health is struggling. I need to step back. I, As much as I appreciate the work you're giving me and the fact that I'm earning money, sometimes I just need a moment for myself. And it's really important to find somebody who is understanding of that and is understanding of having a work-life balance. So you're not getting worked like a donkey. Also, hot tip, do not ever get sucked into those get-rich-quick schemes. I have read a lot of books about money and saving money. Unfortunately, I am that person. I've read a lot of books about it. I listen to podcasts about handling your finances. I have, you know, I've said already I've worked multiple jobs. Some I enjoyed, some I did not and I, it's all because I'm like, I want to get the extra cash. I've been trying to figure out ways to create a passive income for myself so that I can earn money without really lifting a finger as well and stuff like that. Also, that's really way more difficult than they make it seem. You know, Etsy selling, Amazon selling, if that's what you're into, it is difficult. They make it look easy on TikTok. They lied. And also, queens, I love you all. 
but please do not get yourself into a pyramid scheme. <laughs> like I can, I, I cannot say this enough. Do not fall for pyramid schemes where the people on Instagram message you and say, Hey girly, I feel like you would be fantastic for the company I work for. This is what it is. You'd be selling this product. Da 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 da. No. Girl, don't fall for it because you will not be making as much money as the person who messaged you because a lot of your wage will be going towards them. It happens all the time. I've seen so many people fall for this trap because they're like, oh my God, I can work from home. I'll just be selling this product. All I have to do is message a lot of people and get them involved. It's not as simple as that. And also, I think in some countries, it's actually very illegal to be doing this these days. However, companies still get away with doing so. Don't do it. It's a trap. I think that's all the advice I have on this topic today. I think the main point to take away from this is that no matter how much money you're earning, no matter how many jobs you're doing, taking a moment for yourself is the most important thing you can do and reminding yourself that money is not going to bring you joy as much as other things in your life will. I know it's easier said than done. I know it's easier said than done. I've been there. But there is a light at the end of the tunnel and you can get out of sticky situations with your finances, of course, with hard work, but also mentally taking a moment to understand where you're at and why you've got yourself into a situation where money is all that you care about as well. It's really important. Take a moment right now to think about this for yourself. Think what is really important in my life? Do I value money? over the things that I value in my day today. And on that note, I think we're done for the day. That got a bit deep. Am I the queen of finances? Absolutely not. Like I say in every episode, every episode being this is the second episode, <laughs> we're working on it together. This is something that I want to improve in my life. Maybe within the next few months, I might have one job, only one job. That'll be the first time in my adulthood that that, have ha- that would have happened for me. So that's also a prayer <laughs> that I'm going to create a work-life balance for myself. And I really hope you guys do the same. I really hope that you go out and see your friends this weekend after work, <laughs> if you're working. You know, I just hope that you find balance within yourself. And on that note, I just want to say thank you again for listening in. I think this is a longer episode than last week's. I should really figure out how long each episode should go for. If you made it to the end of this episode, I applaud you because I had no idea where I was going with it. I was kind of rambling. I think I was just saying what was on my mind and uh, unfortunately money has been on my mind, hence today's episode. So I love you all. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next week. Not sure what we're going to discuss yet, but we're going to be messy together. Thank you for getting money messy with me today. See ya.